Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Well, we are having the discussion now. What it, Ranger or F 150? What do you think? I gotta go F one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I'm, that's where I'm gonna vote too. I love the, the Ranger. Ranger. It's easier to park, easier to get in and out of. I only have a small garage, so the big truck won't fit in there. But uh, Mark, it's your motto: go big or go home. So go for the F one hundred and fifty. I have never spoken those words in my entire life. <laughs> go big or go home. Uh, well, well that's hey, you know, either way, F one hundred and fifty Ranger. You can get it at Sunbury Motors. Well, that's right. And you you won't be disappointed with that vehicle no matter what. It is an opportunity for you to get a fine automobile from the Sunbury Motor Company that will last you a long time. And uh, we talk about the people at the Sunbury Motor Company super serving you. Well, how about this truck is going to super serve you for a long time? Mm -hmm. Thanks to Kyle Alexander, he brought up to the radio station this week. Well, he brought up the whole truck for a while. Uh, So we saw that. But uh, now he left the sticker here from the door third. Thirty-nine grand for an F one, no, for a Ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets twenty-four miles to the gallon on the highway. But I know from driving mine, you can get into the thirties easy if you just go oh. light on the gas what and keep was, it in fifth gear. What was gear. the color of that car or vehicle? The one that I oh this yeah. one. Uh, it's like was like a metallic gray. They have a fancy mm, name you were for close. it. Close. It was cactus gray. Cactus gray. Yes, it does have a few drops of green. I'm told the mm. the ladies mm. here could see it. I couldn't see the green. So interior. Uh, like charcoal color. Ebony. Is Premier that what, cloth seats. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fused. But I'll tell you what this Ranger did have that I need in my next vehicle, power rear window on the mm-hmm. uh, bed, and it had uh, collision avoidance in the front so I can stop running into snowbanks and things. And it also, and this is important, syncs up with your phone perfectly. It's got the sync system that's exclusive oh, that's to nice. Ford, which Consumer Reports says is the best system for linking up your automobile to a smartphone, and uh, it, it's just well, crazy. He showed us how it works. I mean, anything you can do on your phone, then you can do with voice commands in the truck. You know, call mom, uh, let Ben know we're having a guest on Friday, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, they, you know, it also it doesn't just have fuel economy. It has fuel economy and greenhouse gas ratings. Okay. So, Where are uh, they? They should be pretty good, I would yeah, think. Yeah, they're, they're in the middle. Okay. Uh, but the annual cost of food that you're, your uh, cost of the fuel you're saving per year $1,850. But you know, here, here's the scenario go down, talk to Kyle. <laughs> Kyle gets you all uh, revved up over the Ranger. Don't talk to Ben, he'll convince you to go F150. No, then, then, then get with uh, Jeff Clock, uh, go 150. Uh, then uh, see one of the other guys. Uh, uh, they'll uh, they'll let you sit in that new Bronco. See if see if that looks good for you. Started. Yeah, Bobby. See, Bobby says to go see the Bronco. Uh, the one that does the crab crawl to the side. Yeah, I can't I mean, wait to see that. You know, go to Sunbury Motors and get your vehicle. 
Well, and I think, and they have uh, they have about a half a dozen of the Rangers and about two dozen of the F one fifties, and that Ranger is thirty nine grand, and it's loaded with just about everything. Well, the least expensive F one fifty is thirty five. So, and that's with four wheel drive and a super cab and a six foot bed. So, uh, I think you're you know you're you're not going to be unhappy if you well drive you have away choices. From Sunbury Motor you, you have choices. Here's your options. You want this vehicle for whatever reason. You want that vehicle. But I think, uh, I believe that little Bronco is an interesting one. It is. It's a good looker. And, uh, yeah, they uh, have uh, super-duper off-road capabilities. I think they call it the crab crawl or whatever. But it can the wheels can pivot left and right to get it over obstacles and things. Well, and you can take that out to the anthracite. I... Uh, <laughs> Run out of smoking? I wouldn't get within 100 yards of there <laughs> because I wouldn't want any stones to s- fly up and hit the side of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this will be one off-road truck that will uh, never see gravel. All right, so that is the Sunbury Motor Company, our great sponsor. Everything we just talked about you can link up to at sunburymotors.com or just go down to North 4th Street and tell them Mark talked to you into it. you got to see one of the Ford F-150s, and uh, it's you very reasonable Ranger. prices. Yeah, yeah, or buy that Ranger. I, I, I'm interested. To just see what cactus gray looks like. <laughs> yeah, see if you can see the green. I can't see it. They said, the women said they could see it. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is another set of very important numbers that we can pass along to you. That is the toll-free line. we got an open day here. Uh, we're going to get uh, Ben's reflection on the first couple of days of the impeachment. Maybe you have some observations. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at on the market. KOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. If you're not familiar with the texting system, that's our Text Connect system where you sign up at WKOK.com. You can join the thousands of people who have done so. Then we send you an important message whenever that there is breaking national or local news, dead celebrities, closed roads, mm-hmm. tornadic weather, or uh, major information you need to know. We send it out via Text Connect. And, it's been uh, busy the last couple of weeks. Well, it was, yeah during the height of the pandemic and, uh, you know, shutdowns and reopenings. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, we had to talk about an arrest via Text Connect this yeah. week. But uh, I guess fortunately, we're talking about an arrest and maybe get some justice done. And uh, let's see, Text Connect, uh, previous one right before that was a dead, dead celebrity. So, yeah, we, well, we just think it's did a you, uh, did good you way to communicate. The, uh, you got the Larry Flint death? Not via text connect. No, no, that was... Well, I think because if, if you have breaking news during the day, it's a little less urgent that we use the text connect a, system. Uh, I don't know. How would you say a First Amendment renegade? A, uh, a First Amendment proponent? Most but, polar figure in the U.S.? Uh, in terms of who liked him and who didn't like him? Maybe 30, 35 years ago, but the porn industry has moved into almost part of mainstream at some point. So pornography, unfortunately, has and and the the revenue off that. But uh, uh, no, Larry Flint. I I'll be honest. I didn't realize he was still alive <laughs> until mm-hmm. I got notified that he wasn't. But uh, uh, but a, a very interesting interesting personality in the uh, in, in the America media per se, and uh, particularly in the First Amendment rights. Uh, Hugh Hefner and himself uh, uh, probably. Uh, Unfortunately, in some ways, but fortunately, in other ways, blaze the trail. Yeah, making sure that uh, free speech included 
images and personalities and photographs and uh, so. But you guys didn't cover that on the text. Uh, not te- not Larry Flint. Okay. No, Larry King. Yes, Larry Flint. No. Okay. Well, one Larry, another Larry. Hey. Well, one was a, a curly great. No. Pa- uh, one was a great pioneer that really helped make this country what it is today in the communications industry. Larry so. King. I I was on Larry. <laughs> no, I was talking about Larry Flint. Oh, that too. Uh, I was on. Uh, I was a caller to Larry King. How were you one time? His Good guest, for you. his guest was a very interesting guest, Charlie Watts, hmm. the drummer of the Rolling Stones. Charlie Watts is a huge uh, a history buff, American history buff, particularly okay. the Civil War. So uh, we had a little conversation, but you heard that uh, voice. Uh, uh, Silverbrook, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, okay, all of a sudden you're on. And ben Reichley was on the radio, on the Mutual Broadcasting Network. At that time. Uh, let's see. You, one of our listeners sends us a note. It's We were talking about energy earlier this week, and one of our good listeners sent in a note and said, I just have one word for you, hydrogen. That should help solve some of our energy needs. Uh, now he's added to those that word. With this word, it says, I was going to call in Friday and talk up hydrogen as a fuel for heating homes and powering internal combustion engines. Wind and solar can be used to make hydrogen. It comes from water. The exhaust is water, says mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah, that is uh, that is definitely being researched and trying to be perfected, particularly in areas where there's lots of wind sometimes and not as much other times, and where there is lots of sun sometimes and not as much other times. What do you do? Uh, you know, do you use all that electricity to pump water up a hill or to stow it away in a battery? That is a way, but we real batteries aren't perfected. So one of the things they do is try electrolysis. Of course, hydrogen is so mm-hmm. explosive. It, that's why it's going to power your internal combustion engines or, and aircrafts in the future. But uh, it is, of course, harder to store. It doesn't compact as much. So it's gonna, not going to be as easy to move around as maybe nitrogen or some other gases are. But I guarantee you hydrogen will be part of our energy future, particularly post-fossil <coughs> fuel. I will say this. We've probably missed uh, the... Uh Unfortunately, because of the public relations disasters, but we probably missed the uh, greenest of green energy. The greenies uh, folks just missed out, and uh, you know, we, we how nuclear is not in the conversation is beyond me. And it's well, a sad funny. state of affairs that we don't understand the success of nuclear. Well, you know, the funny thing is we talked this week about what, what was the best part about anything that President Biden has done so far and what's the worst part. And the worst part, of course, is uh, anybody that becomes jobless because of an energy policy shift, I think, is premature. We should have definitely have created some green jobs before we lost existing jobs. I understand exactly why he wants to close the Keystone Pipeline. In fact, I've explain that on the air. So I get that. I'm not... Because uh, of Warren Buffett? I'm not... That's a reason, according to people. But it, <coughs> Biden doesn't list that as one of his reasons. Well, why well you he? saw his alphabet soup last week that we talked about. But anyway, I think if you are going to... Nuclear power is part of Joe Biden's energy policy, but he refuses to tell anyone or talk about it. Now, if you read that, you read part of the, for the preamble to his documents. If you read farther, it says to make sure nuclear power plants don't close 
depots to make sure that new ones have a path to licensure and to make sure that permanent disposal of nuclear waste becomes part of our agenda. And his view is 100 now, years from now, we're going to flick ourselves in the forehead and say, we watched nuclear come and go and did nothing to help it. And uh, that's and, and we're not we haven't changed that. But he hasn't changed that, talked about it, brought it up. And he really should be. So well, it was talked about in the last administration. It's been talked about past administrations where we are missing the proverbial boat times 10. Uh, we are not even on the platform to get on the train on nuclear power anymore. And a Biden administration, which, uh, you know, was President Obama, Vice President uh, Biden. So the <laughs> Biden administration did not help nuclear. They 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 made some uh, they they tossed some crumbs their ways, but they 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 didn't because of the strength of the lobbyist and the strength of the anti anti energy base. And you want to say that they hurt coal before gas was ready? That was well, an argument that problem. was made this week. It's hard to refute. There was no reason to shut that pipeline down. That pipeline, Mark, that pipeline went through five to six environmental studies in the O'Biden administration. I think passed all. I like that. That's funny. Passed all the criteria, and was implemented by the Trump administration. So, when you go back and you look at passing all the envir- by the State Department. Obama and Biden State Department, so it makes no sense. And to do it at this time in a in a recovering economy from the pandemic, um, you know, there there's no understanding, limited understanding, and that's not leadership, and that's not what the country needs. It's 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 ridiculous. And they put the press secretary out there, and she's you know she's circling around so much she's dizzy, uh, or circling back. Uh, I mean, this is this is she's growing into the job. Well, well good luck. <clears throat> no, it's 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 well, ridiculous think, uh, on on energy. And look at what we're doing overseas now, allowing Russia and Iran, Saudis now to start to jockey for position. Germany's asking uh, Russia to build that pipeline that the Trump administration said no. I mean, it, it's just confusing, absurd. And if you notice any of the executive orders, Biden never explains why. The president never explains why he's doing this. He says things like, I'm reversing bad policy. Okay. But, okay, you're doing this because this is going to make America better? Your 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 theme was build back better. Uh, how's that working? Well, and I think, that if, like I said, if you read the whole energy policy, you start to get a sense that uh, President Biden is looking at the nation a hundred years from now, a hundred years from now, when fossil fuels won't be as readily available, you know, the Keystone Pipeline will be a long, distant, uh, unused memory by then. And mm-hmm. I, I think that is fine. You do, you should have forward-thinking leaders. It's it's great. You know, one of the things that was best about uh, President Trump was not only he had a vision, but he also was assertive. And so President Biden gets the same accolade. But I, I honestly think that President Biden is looking too far ahead from we don't have enough solar, wind, or nuclear, or any other alternative fuels yet to replace all all of our fossil fuels that we're using right now. So I really honestly think if it's possible to be too far ahead of the times, I think that is definitely what's happening. We have emails here. We can read those on the radio. Uh, none relate to uh, <clears throat> no, I, I, I energy. Would, I, yeah, I would say on the something. energy side, I believe... 
if you think he's looking forward, I think he's stuck in the past. And at this time in, in the president's life, I'm not sure if they buy green bananas. You know, so how, how far is he really looking? Uh, I, I believe his uh, consultants, his uh, advisors, uh, he, he has some folks with some radical ideals. Energy is not only an economic issue, it's a national security issue. All right, we'll take calls on this topic. Energy, if you wish, we're going to flick to impeachment because we got uh, two emails that relate to impeachment, so we can talk about that and the trial that's underway, very clearly uh, showing how the riot took place and less clearly showing how the president's culpable. I think it's clear that the president should have behaved differently and better uh, during the event, but uh, incitement of incitement? Insurrection is a, a huge hurdle. I don't think we're there yet. What do you think? 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sent us a note about John Fetterman and his 20-gauge shotgun. Mm. And so we can talk that, uh, talk about that on the air. We got a text about Trump's taxes. We'll start to sift down that list and answer the calls. 1-800-795-9565. After this. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Yeah, good bumper music. Give me steam. Give me the YMCA steam room. Oh, boy, I <laughs> wish it was open. I wish it was open. <laughs> I told them they're going to have to do some maintenance soon and run it for a couple hours. I, I want to be there. And you know I can go down. We'll, I know. We'll I help them test there. it. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Oh, energy's been a through line through some of our conversations all year. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in about energy. Yeah, well, this Keystone Pipeline, you know, this thing has been being built for, I don't know how many years, over 10 years. It is built from Canada to either North or South Dakota, and then it ends. Then it then it starts in uh, Oklahoma, and it goes down to the coast, down the ocean. And in between, there's nothing. And this has been this way for... Well, there's other Ten pipelines. Years. <laughs> Ten years it's been this way. No, there's pipelines in Nebraska. They're now shut up, Ben. Yes, they are. They're building them. No, they're not, Ben. Yes, they and are. And pipe, and I, you can go online and look. There's yeah, pipes Tom, sitting around. Tom, you're... you're, you're Tom, they're building there's the pipeline pipe. in Nebraska. Ben, will you let me talk? No, because your information is will wrong. Will you let me talk, Ben? Let him talk. Gosh, him Tom, up. bring something to the table. All right, go I'll ahead, bring Tom. something to the table if you would let me talk. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. There's nothing in between. It's been that way for a long time. There's been pipes sitting on the ground 
this this uh, tar sands pipe oil is so corrosive that they have to put a special lining inside of the pipe so it doesn't eat through it. And this pipe has been sitting out in the weather for over 10 years. And now they're, think, they're saying that because it sat out in the, in the elements that long, that the lining is not even any good inside of the pipe. And there is a giant aquifer, if you know what an aquifer is. I mean, this thing is huge, this aquifer that they have to go that they have to put this pipe through. And if they would ever have a leak, it would destroy the water table. It would destroy the water in, in all the states around it. This aquifer is huge. And Nebraska is one of the states that they have to go through. And they're saying, no, we don't want it. That's not true. And the Indian tribes don't want it. The farmers don't want it. Nobody wants it. Tom, Tom where are you, if you could, please let us know, where are you getting your information from? It's online. O- online where? It's online. It's online. Okay, t- the, the, Tom. That pipeline, ends in, that pipeline ends in either North or South Dakota, and it picks up again. In, in Oklahoma and it goes down to the ocean okay, and there's so, nothing in between. So so we'll and go it's online. Been that way for a long, and, long and it's time. not Tom, they're they're in construction in between. Now here's the other thing. How under the Obama and Biden administration that this pipeline from Canada to Port Arthur, Texas and Houston, those are the two destinations, how did it pass five different environmental studies through the State Department? How did it reach and go over every hurdle to build it, and then was put into well, implementation. So this was under the Obama administration. Tom, Tom, go on, there. go on, yes, sir, go online and look they under might, the Obama they might be administration. The pipeline in in, uh, North, in South Dakota or somewhere, no. or South Dakota. Okay. Tom, that that that's why that's why Michael's that's why Michael's company, a company out of Wisconsin, headquarters I believe are in Wisconsin. That's why they they had to pull their crews out of Nebraska because they weren't building the pipeline. Goodness gracious! <laughs> They're not. Okay, and then call the people at Michael's and ask them why their foremen They're aren't working in Nebraska. Oh, Tom. If there would ever be a leak, that would destroy all that water. Yeah, and, which, and which is that aquifer is huge. Yeah. All okay. right, Tom. We'll give you the and same. It passed the environmental test of the Obama administration. No, there's no environmental test you can pass. Yes, for a there leak. was, Tom. I mean, yeah, look at the Obama. If, yeah. if there's a leak, you can't you can't yeah. do nothing about it. Don't don't be so ridiculous. Tom, if you were oh, in charge geez, of the U.S. Tom. energy policy, Horrendous. what would you do? Horrendous. I would not let them. I would not let them build it. I would have not even let them got as far as they did. Why would we get our energy? Hold on, Ben. Where would we get our energy then? We're not going to get any of that energy anyway. That energy is going to be put on it's the going market. overseas, We're right? No not argument get there. It anyway, well, there's the national security the scenario. So, what, how would you guide U.S. energy policy? Really quickly, here we got to move on. Well, they have to do what they're doing. They have. We have to have solar. We have to have wind. Thank you for your yeah. call, Tom. Thank yeah. you very, very much. Appreciate oh, the boy. call. Yeah, look, yeah. And again, so how did this pass the Obama Biden administration? How did the State Department verify this environmentally? And and you know the dirty little secret is look look at Warren Buffett. 
You look at Warren pulling Buffett. the strings. I keep hearing about that. All right, so it must be true. All right, one of our good listeners sends us a note. Has absolutely nothing to do with the Keystone XL pipeline, but it does say Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman Thursday rebuffed criticism stemming from a 2013 decision to grab his 20-gauge shotgun and chase after someone he thought might be a shooter on the run, but turned out to be an unarmed jogger. Yeah, you don't hear much about this statewide. I think Fetterman's a little bit no, of a darling of the media, but Trib Live oh. has been reported. Reporting on this all week and the uh, the ongoing uh, discussion about it. But anyway, the next paragraph of the article says the incident resurfaced this week with the ambitious progressive Democrats newly announced bid for the U.S. Senate. And Fetterman appeared prepared to respond via a professionally. Well, he's on the Senate floor. We thank you listening. We thank you for listening. There we go. Prepositions are important. For the first half hour of the show, we got another hour of open phones. We're going to get to the impeachment and the emails and the texts coming up. This is WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time is at 9 o'clock. Time for CBS News. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben is directly across from me and directly opposed to all things forward-thinking, progressive, and good ideas when it comes to energy. (laughs) But he's a good Republican, part owner of a fine local company, and a good, good, good co-host. We appreciate him coming in today. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and let us know if you think the impeachment has been proven. I think that uh, the uh, (laughs) uh, Democrats have got to show a stronger connection to uh, the president's remarks. There's no doubt that the president was insensitive. He was gleeful. You know, he's definitely basking in the glow of the Capitol insurrection. There's no doubt about that. But the the more you enjoy it, doesn't make you more comfortable of inciting it. So what's your view on that? Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. This is Be Kind Month. Today is the day to Ooh. write a letter to a healthcare worker. How about an email? Would that work instead? Write a letter to an email worker. So let's write an email to a healthcare worker and say thank you so much for your service. Some brief news headlines here. State troopers out with more details on that tragic death of a woman whose body was found in Union County Sunday. They announced a 47-year-old Rebecca Landreth was shot 20 times by 28-year-old Tracy Rollins Jr. of Dallas, Texas. Rollins was picked up by Connecticut State Troopers with the help of Pennsylvania State Troopers. He is an over the road trucker now charged with abuse of a corpse and homicide. Penn Live reporting that a note found in the victim's pocket led to his arrest. Union County District Attorney Pete Johnson told Penn Live it took old, good old fashioned police work to track down Rollins. Rollins' truck cab contained evidence of the homicide, including blood and spent shell casings. No gun has been found and no motive for those killings. Is, the, the killing is known. Over 1,300 more doses of the COVID 19 vaccine. 
vaccine have been administered to residents of the Valley. We're up to about 20,000 people around here have received the vaccine, as has uh, been the case lately, too. Hospitalizations going down to just over 2,600 now. Evangelical Community Hospital, six fewer patients. They have about a dozen people on board at Evangelical Community Hospital. Boy, they don't even know how to behave anymore over there. That's such good news. Frustration mounting for the slow vaccine rollout. The state secretary of aging, Robert Torres, says they're going to use the state's PACE system, the state's prescription assistance program, to do some of the scheduling, but he says they're going to need the vaccine first. A dedicated unit for arranging vaccinations for PACE cardholders. These operators will also be working with cardholders to arrange transportation to the vaccination site or eventually work with the Pace Pharmacy Network members to vaccinate at a cardholder's residence if that's necessary. Cardholders, he says, can contact Pace at their number, 1-800-225-PACE, to get more information about how they'll help you get hooked up with vaccines. The governor reiterated yesterday that he has no interest in setting up a centralized scheduling uh, portal for Pennsylvanians to use. They should continue to call local pharmacies and hospitals and continue to get the busy signal or to be declined. Uh, for the time being. Yeah, good luck with either one. Well, yeah, it's 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 a there's no vaccine. So, I mean, they're all allocated. And Pennsylvania is one of the states that hoards the second dose. So even if you got the first dose, you know you're getting a second one. That appointment's scheduled. But, um, you know, they're not taking any new appointments. So until they get more well, doses. Well, the governor punted. I mean, the state house passed le- legislation to use the National Guard as the logistics to get the uh, vaccine out. Uh, that went to the Senate in this week, and then all of a sudden the governor wants to create a, uh, uh, a council to do this. So it's government studying government. The, the, a scenario would be get the P3 program together, get a public-private partnership, let uh, the uh, family practices of the world, the wise market pharmacies, the you know whomever, let let them buy the vaccine from Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. I mean, the government can oversee, but get out of the way. Well, and Biden just ordered more doses, so we're getting very close to having enough doses at least ordered for the U.S., mm-hmm. but of course, uh, logistics is the issue. We should have got the, who's the fellow up in Watsontown, the logistics king? Uh, Moran, John Trucker. Moran. Oh, he, John they should have put him in charge of this. Well, We'd all have our vaccine by now. Well, uh, Governor Wolf's probably not going to put a, uh, a Republican in charge, but uh, <laughs> but a person who would help Pennsylvania would be people like that. But also, too, get out of the way and let the companies, let let the people who have pharmacies, let them say, hey, here's what I need. Let your doctor say, Mark, uh, Mark Lawrence, boom, you qualify for this. You and I should be able to walk up to the Lewisburg Pharmacy and get a shot. That's how it should work. But we're not doing that yet. Uh, well, I'll tell you this. I'll take you uh, to Bott's Tavern in Seals Grove and get you a I shot. Get a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, comedy night tonight, so we'll enjoy that. All right, f- uh, let's see. W- uh, well, two other headlines briefly. Hang on, guys. We got two callers waiting. Uh, nearly one million dollars of the newly announced state hospitality grant funding is coming to our area in Union and Schneider counties. Northumberland County will also get their own million dollars. Mm. State Representative David Rose said nine hundred sixty-six thousand dollars will go to interested local hotels, bars, and restaurants in his district. Contact. Union in Snyder County.
County Commissioners. For more information, uh, Representative Rose says he remains critical of the governor's mishandling of the pandemic, calling the governor apparently bent on bankrupting through misguided and politically motivated mitigation orders. Rose continues urging Governor Wolf, please, imploring him, lift the capacity mandates on the hospitality yes. industry immediately. That's in capital letters. And cease his lawsuits against restaurants and bars. And, Mark, maybe we can get a commissioner call in. But I believe that program Mm -hmm. came out the last couple days. I believe yesterday at 5 o'clock was the deadline. The counties had to get back to Harrisburg on On what they would need, which was ridiculous. And you know what Monday is? Monday's Joe Biden's day since he's president and all the other 45 after him, oh, before him. I'm sorry. So it's president day. So here they made the counties. If this is the right scenario, because I heard some different stories from some people trying to get through this, but maybe we can have a county commissioner give us a call on that. All right. One sentence from the Associated Press says an unusual coalition of education groups from superintendents to school boards and unions is asking Governor Tom Wolf to prioritize teachers in the rollout of the vaccine. <laughs> Of course, folkers and obese people have to go first, but then eventually teachers. Jeez. Well, if you put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You and I can't get the vaccine. Oh, we could get the vaccine. We're obese. Well, you're not, but I. Well, I mean, we can. What what is obese? You know, again, define poverty. Is is the poverty two 55 inch TVs and everybody in your house a cell phone? Is that still poverty? Van, I don't know if that was torturous, waiting through the headlines, but we finally finished them. You're on the air. Well, yesterday I waited for like 15 minutes, and I dropped the call, so that wasn't bad today. Anyway, I think what Biden needs to do, he needs to implement Operation Warp Speed 2 to develop a vaccine for Trump derangement syndrome. And I think at the top of the list could be Van and Tom and Chris, because they need, they need that vaccination immediately. These these people just they're just so hateful toward Trump, and the reason the left wants to impeach Trump is they're actually afraid of the guy. The guy, you know, he's he can't be bought like most of the senators and congressmen down in Washington have been bought and paid for, and the special interest groups control them just like they're a puppet on a string. And Trump wasn't like that, and. Honestly, anyone that believes that Trump wanted to see people injured or killed at the Capitol, you, know, you have to explain that to me, how you could actually believe such a thing. Well, I don't think Mark, they're saying that. Of, let me just stop you real quick. Just one sentence, Van, and I'll let you finish. I don't think they're saying that the president wanted people injured or killed. He wanted them to send a message, and in that regard, he was successful. Well, if... What was what's been insinuated is that the message that he wanted sent was to cause an insurrection, which an insurrection by definition is an overthrow of the government. And how do you overthrow a government? You know, you, you remove the people that are in power by you either take them prisoner or you you kill them. You know, so the what they imply and what you have been implying now is that that is what Trump wanted to see done. No, I, I haven't been implying that. I know people, well, initially I called it an insurrection, but the more we found out about who did it and why, insurrection doesn't apply. I know CNN's correspondents still use it, and that's that's fine. There are, there were 
a few insurrectionists in that crowd of two or three hundred people mm-hmm. in the Capitol, but most of them were just extreme violent zealots. They wouldn't know how to overthrow a governor, a, a government if it landed on their hands. Well, they weren't even extreme, Mark. The extremeness was their narcissistic attitude of taking selfies of them as they, you know, run around the uh, anyway, Capitol let's Rotunda. Let's finish. He's got a good point here. Go ahead. Well, that's that's all about all I wanted to say. But it, to me, these people that are saying that Trump wanted to see this stuff done, they're they're insinuating that he's a wicked person, and he he's not. He didn't want to see people hurt. I guarantee you that. And anyone that believes that, and and honestly, this whole thing they they say it's constitutional to have this impeachment. Well, it's constitutional because a majority of the people in Congress voted to say it was. So that doesn't mean it's true. I mean, they they voted, you know, tried to impeach him before, or they did impeach him. Now now they want to impeach a guy that, again, by definition, impeachment is for someone who is in office. And Trump's not in office. And, again, that is why the Supreme Court justice is not presiding over the hearing in the Senate. Yeah, the that, whole thing is a sham. It's a farce. It, yeah, it just makes it's political makes theater. Look ridiculous. It's political theater, and it's to uh, st- uh, thank stomp, you, man. Thank stomp you very Trump much. and the supporters down as much as they can, and make the Republicans who support Trump go on record to be used politically in probably twenty twenty two or or further out there. And also the cancel culture of campaign donations. Mark, it's a big, big point that. President Trump did not need the campaign support from the big industries, particularly Big Pharma. And we won against Big Pharma. Biden and those other people, they need those campaign contributions from social media, as we see Big Pharma and others. One of our listeners sends us a note. It says, uh, back when Chris was talking to us about this same topic, it says, I like that Chris lives in Never Never Land. He forgets that President Trump wanted to send National Guard troops to the Capitol and stop the riots, and that a Democratic mayor said no. And he needs to stop saying that things about impeachment that are not in the article. Thank you very much, says Eric. So thank you for that. Yeah, I think that was during the Republican convention and some of the other uh, Black Lives Matter protests slash riots happened in the summertime. Dale, you're on the mark. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I don't believe in Avon or, uh, you know, I try to stay I stay modern as possible, you know. But, uh, you I don't believe in I Avon? Hear. You mean selling well, cosmetics door to door? Whatever it is. Yeah, but uh, I would just tell you as a model and someone who peeks at the media once in a while and don't pay much attention to it, it seems like our country is basically gone. Because what we're having is censorship, suppression, and we're having, uh, uh, what do you call that? Why is the military in our capital? I think it's kind of like ain't that martial law. Uh, to a degree, the military at the Capitol. Uh, it's, I would say it's that's a, what happened in Venezuela. Didn't that happen like ten years ago in Venezuela? Uh, the start of it. It's it's uh, yeah, ridiculous to have uh, troops there right now. Military was protecting tax recipients and going against the taxpayers. That's what happened in Venezuela. Don't don't you realize that? I mean, if you look at the big picture, that's what happened. Now, so military is protecting our tax recipients. That's, that's, I'm sorry, but I'm moderate, and I, I think it's scary. Uh, very scary, but the, the National Guard, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the National Guard 
troops themselves, good folks that are doing what they're they're asked to do, so and they sign up for it. But they parties to protect, you know, make things better and protect things from this from happening. All right. So the next thing is we're creating domestic terrorists. So when the people with Second Amendment go do a reaction, they're domestic terrorists and they get locked up, right? So, but our other elected officials don't stick up for us, correct? I don't understand where, where are we going with this because it, it's know. getting it, it's it's sick. I mean, I don't even care about politics, but now you know it's making your peak a little more, and I don't I feel uncomfortable doing it. Well, you can you can follow history, not just Venezuela, but some other countries, uh, particularly yeah, in well, Europe the in the twenties and thirties. The police are and and. Yeah, everybody's second is tax recipient. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Dale. Thank you for the call. Interesting points. Uh, we got uh, one line is open, three are occupado. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? Well, no, I'm just thinking we're, we're going over that sticker. We're, that, I know. We're, we're trying to make this Ranger work, right? <laughs> I need an extra row of seeds. Come okay. on, Kyle, come through for us. Cindy, you're on the Mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. <clears throat> the question was asked, what is poverty? Well, Governor Wolf has just proposed in Pennsylvania that families making up to $80,000 a year are impoverished. And, uh, you know, this stunned me because that would make most starting teachers impoverished, most nurses impoverished, police officers impoverished. I mean, consider this. The median income in the state is $68,000. So (laughs) I'm just floored that he would make a proposal in his budget that declares so many people in the Commonwealth impoverished. Well, it kick it kicks in programs then that these people below the eighty k level can uh, rely on the government, and there's a group in the uh, in this country that if they can make government a big part of people's lives, they'll always get their vote and they'll always have them under their thumb. What is the context? What are individuals at that uh, extremely high level of income eligible for? It would exempt them from paying income tax. Yeah. Gotcha. Because of poverty. Right. And so now when you make about half the people who are working exempt from paying income tax, you know what that does? It sharply reduces yes. the money. The you means ben has to pay tax. everybody else's taxes. Yeah. It means I, I mean, I, I, and to be, then what kind of mantra will be born of the fact that all the nurses, half the teachers, you know, all these uh, occupations are suddenly impoverished when you slap a label like that on them? Well, the, over this exactly. uh, tax treatment. 
trickery. I mean, it just floors me well, that he would even suggest such a thing. Yeah, and the union leaders will come in and say, well, we'd like to start negotiating. We're going to start at the poverty level, 80000 yeah. up. I, I mean, Right, it, and what kind of an argument do you get out of that? Oh, I, I, I was with the senator and the House rep on Wednesday and a number of other people of uh, the frustration of this governor and his administration. I've said this for years. We will have eight years of sleepwalking in the governor's office. Uh, however, the Republicans in Harrisburg haven't stood up enough. Uh, the frustration within the uh, Republican caucus in the House and the Senate is is brewing. But uh, th- this governor has, has shown incompetence on multiple levels, and here's just another. Well, you know, what floored me when, in the article I read the other day from the uh, Tribune was that he has overspent the budget by over $900 million dollars for the last three years in a row, $900 million he spent more than has been allotted in the budget. I mean, I, why isn't that malfeasance? I, I can't spend that kind of frivolity over my allowed income. <laughs> yes, you That's, can. Well, but the Republicans we'll come visit have to you stand up also. Yes, County right. Prison. The Republicans so. have to stand up for this. And, and you know, the, the other scenario is... Why do we keep pouring money into schools, public schools, without any accountability or any improvement? And, you know, that's that's his base. It was the teachers' union. Well, and we saw a reckoning ridiculous. this year with the cyber charter schools well, taking over. Well, competition is going to make the public schools better. Either they'll... They'll succeed or One they'll way fail. Or another. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks for Thank the call. You, really appreciate it. Uh, that puts Rick on the radio from Watsontown talking about the Keystone XL pipeline, a perennial topic on this program. Oh uh, yes, I'd like to make a suggestion to the Canadian Oil Company that's paying for this. If they would just put Hunter Biden on the board <laughs> and pay him a couple million a year. I think he could influence them to get the job done then. What do you think about that? That is not a good idea. He does have vast experience over there, <laughs> you know, in the oil industry. He has more than he used to, at least. Well, and he's got a fabulous right. lawyer now because he's under investigation by the U.S. Mm. Justice Department. So he's... Oh, that don't mean nothing. He's a Democrat. They just investigate until they're out, so oh, he's it not, don't really matter. He's not just a Democrat. I think he's the son of somebody. He's a son of a uh, I think he's a crack addict, too, but hey, he's That's lucky he has topic. a rich dad. That's well, he's a recovering like, addict. That much like we know one of our sure. senators, if he didn't have a, a dad named Bob Casey, he wouldn't be a senator, that's for sure. Well, Do you like Joe Biden as president, though? I mean, Hunter sort of comes with the package at this point. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. I mean, he's for, he's for to make America last. And he's doing a real good job of it. No, exactly okay. opposite of make America you. great. Well, but I he's think, making America last. But I think President Trump he brought to, Biden. He wants to open up. I think President Trump wrought Biden. You wonder why would a president like Joe Biden get elected? It's because of President Trump. It's not just a choice between two. I think Biden's in there because of President Trump. People said enough of President Trump's personality. Now, they may have loved his policies, but they didn't like his personality. million people voted for Trump, and amazingly, an old, broken-down Democrat that ran for president his whole life 
got 81 million votes. That's that's just amazing to me. Yeah, more more you than know? Obama. And then her, his vice president is Kamala, which she didn't even get any votes in the primary. So, you know, maybe she pulled him through in California. You know what <laughs> I'm be. saying? Yeah, it's Kamala. Kamala Harris. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think sorry. they needed help in California. President, I mean, <laughs> President Harris in a, about another year or so. so. <laughs> yeah, you could oh, be right. Boy. All right, thank you so oh, much. Oh, I am right. I'll, I'll bet my house on that one. All right, well, I'll take it. <laughs> I need a nice place in Watson Town. <laughs> thank you. <Rick. laughs> Thanks for calling in. One of our good listeners mm. says, am I missing something? If you didn't know better, you would think... Trump is still the president. He remains the center of attention for the media. Let's just cut to the chase and call this trial what it is, political theater, and a cover for the current president. Truth is, the left is scared of, scared to death of Trump being reelected in 2024, not because they fear what it'll do to the country, but because he would continue to expose the fraud and corruption in our government. Most of these politicians are in bed with other countries, mainly China, and they can't afford to have Trump expose their corruption. This sham is also a great cover for the Biden administration to continue to implement the left's agenda without many people seeing it because they're focused on impeachment. Yeah, what did President Biden do yesterday? We don't know. No. That wasn't covered. Well, the other yeah. thing is, two really significant gun control bills were introduced uh, yeah. in uh, Congress no, this week, and there was no coverage of it. No, so I think uh, Doug very, is on to something. Yeah, very pertinent email by Doug, and, uh, and information that has been there for a number of years now being exposed. Al, making a rare opportunity to call during the middle of the show, is on the mark. Oh, good. good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Dear Professor, that you're having on one part, part one this morning, and part two, he's going to have to correct his uh, his smear this morning because no officers died in that attack on January sixth. Well, didn't that he, officer Signick die afterward? Oh, well, he died of a blood clot, and then was cremated, and the autopsy is not available to anybody. So, but that was not exacerbated by the conflict at the riot. The plot occurred yeah. strictly independent no, he, he there. Called, he called his brother, and they talked, and he says, well, I ended up on the floor with bear spray in my eye, but I'm okay. That's what he told his brother. Yeah, okay, would that not he, be related to the... Evening, he had okay. a blood clot and gotcha. died. Okay. So he, no, no officers were killed, and I was cut off when I gave information about... Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, but uh, I don't think I think he should make a correction on that. Okay, what and else? What else? Woman, you got more to the say? Woman that was hurt. There was a woman was shot, and she was mm-hmm. shot by not the capital policeman, but she was shot for trespassing. Well, and uh, I believe the policeman that shot her either. It was one of the. Uh, yeah, it was a Senate, it, uh, Senate security, security guys, but it was a senator security group, I believe, or one of them out of there. Yeah, plain clothes security man shot her. Uh, he, he broke protocol. They won't even give his name. Um, and then there was uh, the other three, the, the two died of medical conditions, and there was a possibility that the other lady that died 
may have been trampled and then had a medical problem and died from emergency after that. Yeah, and the three so, three were not at the Capitol. They weren't at the Capitol. No, they were down. They yeah. in the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, the whole story and the officer who, uh, you know, that that story, you know, after uh, over a month, they haven't released the details of his death. So, uh, again, the, the, it doesn't fit the narrative that they created. And if he was killed by a fire extinguisher, there would have been blunt force trauma and they would have been able to report this. And uh, now the body's cremated, yeah. buried, uh, cremated, and uh, disposed of any evidence that would ever be able to claim that. Except why would Trump stand the line? Why would President so Trump we, go to such lengths to cover that up? President Trump didn't cover it up. Well, who allowed the autopsy? That's I mean, Joe Biden was months from inauguration at the, or no, weeks from inauguration Capitol, at that point. Capitol Police and whoever whoever has the jurisdiction, which is the Capitol Police. He was right. It, it didn't fit their narrative at all. They have to make it look like uh, an officer died, but he didn't. But there was 2,000 injured this summer, officers injured, some permanent injuries, eyes ripped out, and, uh, I mean, and horrendous. And then Democrats shot fireworks into a restaurant and injured people. And, you know, these people end up in court, and then the then the, um, the charges are dropped. Al, if you were in charge of prosecuting anybody in Washington, D.C. after the Capitol uh, riots, what would the charges be and who would you charge, if anyone? I would uh, have them all arrested for uh, criminal trespassing. Trespassing, yeah. And defiant trespassing. Um, and do you, how many uh, police officers in Washington, D.C. on January 6th suffered permanent injuries? No. None. I doubt that that's true. I haven't seen a report on it. Yeah, I would check and, on and that And they would have reported on it to show None. that. That would fit their narrative you would hear okay, all Okay, well, keep boning up on that. you got more work to do. Now you got mm-hmm. your weekend homework, Al. Well, all right. I, I have so much news here that I could, and I, I write down notes every day when I listen to your radio show. I appreciate and that. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Very, very much appreciated. All right. Al's got a big agenda. He can call back Monday morning or one minute right now would be one way to go. (laughs) We're going to take a quickie break to stay on schedule. One of our good listeners says, come on, Tom. Racing? Really? As long as the overbearing greenies in government allow enough fuel for your preferred hobby, it's okay to restrict fuel for everything else. Tom, you are a hypocrite. Another listener says, good morning. President Trump said he would show his taxes. Today, he filed exempt. I don't know what that means exactly. I don't believe any uh, uh, public citizen needs to show their taxes. Right. Would you want to show your taxes? (laughs) You would be shocked and appalled. We will be right back. All right. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. One of our texters sends us a note, says the people who enter the Capitol should be arrested for being stupid. Yeah, says, trespassing and narcissism. Make narcissism a crime. Uh, we got calls all lined up. Dennis, you're next in line. You're on the mark. Yes, good morning. Um, ben, I'm really happy that you mentioned about Big Pharma and Biden because it really struck a nerve with me that um, yesterday I watched a video of a young mother, probably maybe early 20s, early 30s, who has a child that's on insulin, Novolog, which is a common insulin. Mm-hmm. And this 
mother paid $60 a month up until when Biden reversed his executive order. She went in to pick up this insulin, and the pharmacist had it set aside. He says, well, he says, I'm not sure you want to pay for this now. It's $350 hmm. from 60 And she said, I have no choice. This is life and death. I have no choice. This is what keeps my child, you know, alive. And she said, on top of that, she said she had a coupon from the pharmaceutical company for this. So she said, I paid 350 Without the coupon, she said, I would have paid $500. And this was because President Trump had an executive order that ordered the companies to sell the insulin at cost and reverse that? Yeah, Biden yep. reversed it. President Biden reversed that. And idea. he doesn't explain. And that was payback he doesn't, to Big well, Pharma. It's just, hey, whatever Trump did, we have to undo, no matter if it was good for people. And it was payback to Big Pharma. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you brought that up because it's such a sore nerve with me. I mean, come on. It's not getting coverage because of the impeachment. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not getting coverage. Yeah. And again, uh, you look at uh, Big Pharma. You look at uh, other industries, and you look at what social media is doing, and you got to sort of say, hold it, is this benefiting America? What was Biden's uh, media tag, Build Back Better? Well, yeah. it's not working. No. No. All right. Thank but you so much, Dennis. Thanks for bringing it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. Uh, next caller, Chris. Uh, no, Joe. Joe is next up. You're oh, on the yeah. mark, sir. Uh, I, uh, just a quick question. I heard you refer to an interview with Cliff Reader's was that on this show? Because I don't get to listen every day, but uh, I would try to find that. Was uh, it was, that... It's on our podcast page. It was on Sunrise. Sunrise. Okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. But he's my, he's my fave. Yeah, and he talked about the impeachment, how it's legal in a manner of speaking because right. the Senate says it is. So that's right. I, I agree, House, and I'm not going to say that this the procedure at any point is, uh, but uh, no, you know, I'm not arguing that it's not. Uh, I guess you'd call it legal, but it's all political, and the people right. that vacillate between a political and then they argue they want due process and they want, you know, they they can't have it both ways. So just, I admit it's political. Whatever the majority, I think that's what Cliff was trying to say from what you said on the uh, uh he said it is a political trial so kind of, <laughs> not a criminal the majority trial. says it's right it's right and that makes sense to me but uh i, I would have before i would have liked to say that uh that it wasn't quite uh constitutional because the uh house did their part but yet they didn't deliver it until january 25th to the senate and that would make uh President Trump at the time uh, a citizen. He wasn't president. But I do know that they initiated it in the House while he was president. So just that I would uh, argue that, but uh, not right now. Well, the, ha- just, uh, the, the House had no... All the House did was bring up one one uh, right. point. But, and I then, mean, do uh, you see that he wasn't, any, uh, when they delivered it to the Senate, in my thinking, uh, is that like uh, when you write a term paper and you don't turn it in on time, you don't get credit for it. So they didn't complete what they did to initiate the the whole process. But that's just a moot point now, just something that, because right. I don't get to call in when, you know, as much because of my work schedule, just something I thought was, uh, I wanted to, I guess I just wanted to say it. All right. But uh, uh, towards the end of the, uh, the uh, impeachment uh, articles in the, in the Constitution, the, I think it's the very last uh, idea is, uh, now I'm not going to read this, but I'll con- 
go to my memory, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable to subject of indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to the law. So that means that uh, the Democrats are missing the big point. It says the, that the party if convicted, so Trump's not going to be convicted. So in uh, the legal realm outside of the Congress and that, he won't be able to and they won't be able to bring any charges against him. Well, maybe that's just to avoid double jeopardy, saying if you get convicted, uh, this doesn't absolve you from double jeopardy. You can still be charged elsewhere. No, Joe, but your point earlier, the Democrats have missed it. it. This is political circus as meant to be used in the future against other Republicans. And I, I, I and who pays it's the bill? Something that the progressives <laughs> like to we do, like when about the Chief Justice doesn't have to sit in. So you can read into this part of shall at the very end of it. It, it says if he's convicted, he sh- you know, he shall be liable. But if he's not convicted, he won't be liable in any court of law. That's what it says. Well, what, where do you where it, do you have you a, can use that? You can use that tactic of we'll tell them, make sure they didn't overlook that. that doesn't exist. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, but where do you have a juror who is also the judge? No, oh, I know, and, and oh, who, my, who already said that he's guilty. I, I mean, that's just. But that's the part that is I agree with is that if you're in the majority and you vote for that, that makes it right. But see, that's how we try to, you know, associate the legal realm outside of Congress, and and that's what I don't want to do. I don't want to go. So whatever they do, I agree with when the majority, and in two years, if the House has a majority of Republicans and they vote to. Uh, Impeach Barack Obama for murder of uh, Anwar al awlaki I, I I would I would run on that if I was a, a Republican to impeach Barack well, Obama. Can you impeach somebody who's out of office? Of the United States. Can you impeach somebody who's out of try, office? Obviously. Yeah, I don't know if you can it. do that. Well, if you if you pass it, it in the House and the Senate, of course you can. That's what we're just saying. That why right, would you even ask you, that Joe. question? All right, thank you so much. Yep, appreciate the call, Chris. That puts you on the radio. Go right ahead. Yeah, let's see. Uh, what did they say about me? <laughs> I don't know. You're doing a great job. Thanks for doing your research before you call in and, and, and having wonderful points. Yeah, who, who oh, said what? geez, I just have to re- try to remember all, everything that what there was. But this last caller, for example, uh, that would give... That would give uh, the... the the Supreme Chief of the Supreme Court, Chief Justice, to the right to veto any impeachment. If you read it the way they're reading it, all they'd have to do is not show up, and then they couldn't have an impeachment trial. Well, they, he didn't show up this time, and they are. Well, yeah, because it says, it says sitting. He has to be there for a sitting president. He doesn't have to be there for a non-sitting president. So here we are. So, again, the political theater goes to act two. Well, yeah. Or act three. You think the Republicans aren't doing theater two? So far, (laughs) they haven't, but uh, we'll see what happens. I think Senator Lee... The first guy who was doing his defense, that was pretty much theatrical because there was no substance to it at all. Well, that's fine, but we're talking about the senators, and uh, the only parts I've seen is Senator Lee uh, correcting the record on the misguided information that the... uh, managers of the uh, yeah, that house was, uh, that, that's 
not the way you do it, though. Well, that's the way he did it, and he got it done. And Patrick Leahy didn't no, the, had, the, had to go and the, take a break as, and as find I understand out. It, the, the, they agree, they agreed not to uh, use it because it wasn't essential to anything. Well, afterwards, when they found out it was going to be overruled, but Leahy didn't know what to do, and he had to go. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, found out it was going to be overruled? They were going to have it overruled, so they pulled it. So anyway, we're, you know, how, we're how at, do you so. figure that one out? Well, that's where it was going, and Leahy, and they said, "Okay, we'll pull that, that out. one out." That's Did the, anybody announce their vote that's, on it? That's the analysis of Jonathan Turley, who said most likely this was going to be Lee's point was going to be withheld. They were going to pull it. The House managers pulled it beforehand, bec- and then made the comment because that it's not there. Because it was there. a distracting issue of no importance. That's well, why did they, if Chris, if it, it wasn't important, why did they bring it up? Why did they why did they bring up a falsehood? Well, because he was quoted as saying what. No, was he wasn't, and and uh, he's denying it. It, it was and a falsehood. Going into the details of whether uh, you can re- de- you can define it, said it or not finish. was totally unimportant. No, it wasn't and unimportant until they found out it wasn't going to be d- allowed, and it was a falsehood. How you can define a falsehood. Yeah, how was it? It was important because they brought it up, and then when the house <laughs> managers got it put back in their face. <laughs> It, it wasn't okay. important then, Chris. Okay, you can stick to that if you want. No, Chris. That's well, Chris. Go find some facts at point at a point, and then look I, I, I at it. I have facts. It was yes, it, yes. what nothing he said about it. It was just describing the circumstances why, of the phone call. Why did Leahy? Why was. did Leahy have to take? Adjourned to find out what they could do. When they found out it was most likely going to be overruled, the House then pulled it. All right, Chris, you get 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Really, the last word. 30 seconds. Well, no. uh, Trump did. Trump should be found guilty. Look what they did to. People wanted to. The Republicans wanted to jail uh, uh, Hillary for Benghazi. And. But. Going down to the Capitol and okay. uh, and and uh, and killing, having people killed—that's that's of no importance. All right, we got you. Chris. Well, but Thank when you're you so three thousand miles, when you're what three thousand miles away from something, and it's not even your area that you're really responsible for. Chris, that's the sure, right. go Chris. ahead for. That's the for best it. you and have. I do not hate. I do not hate Trump. I, I knew think it. he is a lousy I knew president. It. I think he's. Uh, <laughs> thank he's you, Chris. Totally we got to go. Chris, the right, best you have is Benghazi and the Capitol. That's the best you can come up with. All right. I knew he didn't help Trump. I'm glad he heard that and he responded. Uh, I very much appreciate well, that. Well, he had to call to defend himself, so now he'll have to call Monday. Well, Re- if somebody himself. says you hate somebody, I give you every right to call and so tell them that so they're full of it. you strongly dislike? Uh, I think he disagrees strongly with his policies, but uh, hates a terrible. Disagrees word with use. the policies. What securing the border, lowering pharmaceutical <laughs> costs. Uh, those are bad policies. Acting like calling, a buffoon, calling China out. Well, that's not policies. In, Mark, that's what is, not policies. What is it, impeached two times. Well, hold it. That's not policies. What calling is? China out for what they were. What, I mean, let's see what's happened to the deficit under his presidency. Doubled and redoubled. Well, hold it. The, the d- <laughs> doubled under the Biden administration. I mean, it doubled. I can't there, let you so. finish that sentence. So, so how, how confusing <laughs> are the policies and the personalities? I got to take a break. You, you seem to have the personalities and policies backwards at times. I got to take a break. Hold on. Uh.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Well, let's see, Monday I get to enjoy the day off, so Steve Kushiloff will be uh, the individual correcting Mr. Joe McGranahan, the anchor on Monday. Rob Center, of course, still going to be the fabulous producer, but I get a day off. Ben gets two weeks off, so we'll see mm-hmm. you on the 26th, right? Mm-hmm. And then a week later, we got Financial Friday, so we are going to just keep on uh, rolling along here. Mark, it looks like you're going to help close us out uh, for the day. Thank you for waiting all that time. What was that, about 10 minutes or so? You're on the mark. Yeah, I, uh, I'm crossing my legs. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make it fairly quick. Uh, this minimum wage uh, proposal by the uh, Biden administration, I think is insane. You have so many businesses down trying to get back up on their feet because of this this virus, and uh, it's it's a wrong policy, and it's just going to drive our economy down even more. And uh, I, uh, as far as Trump goes, uh, his personality uh, had a lot to be desired, but a lot of his policies, keeping us out of war, Middle East policy, economic, uh, with the energy policies, and all, I support it. But his personality, I, like I said, I wouldn't want to be married to him, or I wouldn't want to work for him. But uh, mm-hmm. what we're going into now is disastrous. Uh, these, these people don't know how to run an economy, and I don't think they know how to run a, a country. So uh, what's your thoughts? Well, what would be uh, uh, $15 an hour for the minimum wage seems terribly terrible, but what about a dollar increase this year and maybe a dollar increase in five years or something? Could there be any increase in the minimum wage that would help the workers and wouldn't have such a terrible impact on everybody else? Well, that's not what they're proposing. No, no, I realize that. And and President uh, Biden says it's either $15 or keep it the same, you know. So being, uh, you know, recalcitrant about that is not going to help. Yeah, so he he has no clue. And right now, the the energy policies he's coming out, the, the economy has to get back on footing. Then look at your socialist economic policies, but until you get people back working. I mean, we need more taxpayers, not more taxes. We need to have more jobs right now, not to cut jobs. And, uh, and $15 makes no sense unless it's it's geographic. Maybe New York City, maybe Seattle, maybe L.A., maybe Chicago, but other places, no. Go ahead, Mark. Well, you took the words right out of uh, my mouth. I mean, it's, it's disastrous. I mean, the energy policies are disastrous, too. And then the border policies, I understand just on the radio the other night, they're starting to come across in larger numbers. Uh, it doesn't favor security of the nation. It's just, 
But uh, I, I just don't know what's going to happen in the country, but I just get, just, just have to pray and hope for the best. Well, one of our have good listeners good says, okay, one of our good listeners is going to give us a house if President Biden's not gone yeah. in a year and a half. So you and I can <laughs> split the house up in Watson Town. Thank you All so right, much for sure. calling in, and thanks for waiting, Mark. We okay. appreciate that. Have a good weekend. Hey, tonight, the uh, Shikolini Bravettes and the Seals Grove Sealettes are playing some uh, basketball, ladies basketball. All right. Young ladies basketball tonight. All right. Good luck to both sides. I suppose. Have yep. a great clean game and have a lot of fun. This is WKOK Sunbury.